When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. I don't know why it's the old Skype Rooney, but it is. When I get Chuck on, I'm going to say, well, we were discussing Skype Rooney. No, we weren't discussing Skype Rooney. Hey, there's Chuck. How are you, sir? It's Chiggy. What's going on, sir? Thanks. How you doing? Uh, pretty good, actually. Uh, we, we've got our good friend Chuck Morris with us today here on our program. 51 minutes after the hour, he checks in with us each and every week around this time to discuss some of the different issues of the day. You know him from radio and television, and uh, he frequently fills in for us when we need uh, somebody to go to bat with uh, some of our uh, regulars here on our broadcast. Um, Chuck, the, uh, the debate is this evening. Donald Trump says that he's going to take a... Uh, and I'm going to see if I can do this with a straight face, a, a softer tone. And um, mm-hmm. what, what, what do you make of this whole thing tonight? Because uh, there's there's all sorts of talk show hosts around the country, Glenn Beck and others, uh, Mark Levin, who have endorsed Cruz and have said, guys have got to get out so we can unify behind Cruz. You've got guys like Limbaugh who are saying, no, uh, we just need to keep everybody in. Uh, with this debate coming up, I know that you've got a lot of sources out there in the political radio and TV world. Uh, what do you make of this thing tonight? Well, I don't know about the specific debate tonight, but what I do know is that Donald Trump is phenomenal. I haven't seen a candidate like this in my lifetime. He has really stepped in and he has gone off of the usual rule book. He's a complete independent and he's driving both the liberals and the establishment and the Republican establishment crazy. They don't know what to do, and they're throwing everything they can at him. And they can't derail him. I'm, I'm fearful, quite frankly, for his life. Well, and see, that's that's something else, is that the, uh, the Secret Service has been... Uh Taking down protesters and uh, getting getting rid of a lot of these uh, these hoi polloi, as my good friend Ross Long used to say, uh, that that are showing up at these uh, these these campaign events. Um, there's a lot of uh, politics makes some people real freaking dangerous. Um, yeah. What 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 do you think about all this with some of these protesters and things? Well, I don't know about them. I mean, I think that those are just the same old usual protests, the types that show up at all of the campaigns. They show up at Hillary, and they show up, you know, you're talking like Black Lives Matter and them. I think one of the differences is that with Hillary and with the rest of them, they quietly get rid of them. But, but with, with Trump, he takes them on. And I think that that's going to kind of argue well for him, because the American people are sick and tired of these privileged, you know, uh, you know people trying to get more you know, on the on the dole, and, and you you might point historically to the fact that this worked very well for Nixon. Nixon talked about the hippies as uh, you know, he referred to them as scumbags and as uh, yes. bums, right? Yes. I mean, it made him very popular. Reagan, when he was governor of California, he took on the uh, you know the college protesters at the University of California in, in Berkeley, and he did it with great sarcasm and humor, and he kind of really decimated them, and that made him, I think that that led, more than anything, to his becoming governor of that state. People admire that. They're tired of the tyranny that these people want to impose, and that the, the way that they're just sort of like vampires, sucking off the public trough. 
Well, and see, that's that's the thing is that uh, I, I believe it was Richard Nixon, like, like you were saying with the hippies, that it was kind of like sometimes you just got to run the hippies off the property. Right. <laughs> that was kind of exactly. The <laughs> and he doesn't apologize for it, and he doesn't take any. You know, he doesn't suffer fools gladly, and I think that that's a classic American profile. You know, that's in a sense that's actual literal leadership. And uh, Trump is it's very, it's just very interesting to watch how he's conducted himself. I personally think that he will make a great president. He'll be very much in the mold of Reagan. I mean, I don't know if anyone's read his books. Years ago, I read the book The Art of the Deal, so I've, I've admired Trump for a long time. And while there are certain odd and quirky things about his personality, one of the things that he emphasizes in that book is that he attributes his great success to his ability to find talent, to find people who are very, very good at what they do, to have a trust relationship with those people, and to then let them do what they do. He's a very good delegator. And as a result, his, uh, his, his empire, his business empire, has been headed by very good people who are basically, you know, he doesn't try to micromanage, doesn't try to do everything. And I think that if he conducted the White House that way, we would be in very, very good shape in this country because already we know that uh, Josh Bolton is one of his advisors and that he would certainly be someone who would be considered uh, for Secretary of State. He's mentioned two people that he would consider appointing to the Supreme Court, both of whom, I don't know their names in front of me, but both of whom are very good conservative jurists. Yes. And uh, I think that Trump is somebody who could put together a team. You know, he's, a, he's actually a very good team player where the different functions of government will run very well autonomously with him sort of maintaining the overall, what, um, what, what Teddy Roosevelt would have called the bully pulpit. Well, and see, this th- we've got Chuck Morris's today. That, that, that's the thing, Chuck, that I, I absolutely love about Donald Trump. And in a way, uh, I love about Bernie Sanders on the other side is that... Uh, Trump's attitude is that if he doesn't know what, you know, he's, you know, if he, he doesn't have any knowledge on something, he's going to find somebody who is. He said on many occasions, if he becomes president, there's, there's going to be a lot of people that nobody knows, but they know how to do their jobs effectively. And on the other side, like with Bernie, uh, Bernie's been in politics forever, so he has a lot of dirt on all these idiots out there in Washington. So if he gets in there, he's going to be able to say, okay, um, you're going to do what I want you to do, or we're going to, you know, we're going to have a problem. And that's what I think the establishment hates about both of these guys, especially they hate it about Donald Trump. Well, yeah, I mean, they, I think that they do hate Donald Trump because they, he's somebody that can't be uh, controlled. He does not. He rejects this whole sort of eastern seaboard, amoral, new world order uh, agenda. Yes. Yes. That, that's very much what the wall represents yep. over, over Mexico. I mean, there's, there's yes. an open um, agenda. <laughs> and I'm speaking, not saying this you're speaking my language, Chuck. <laughs> you're yep. speaking Here my language, baby. All right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's not a conspiracy to suggest that there's an agenda to merge the, the three North American nations um, in, into one. I mean, even recently, the, the, prime, the new prime minister of Canada made reference to this. And... Uh, Putting up a wall is a rejection of that that idea. It's saying that we do have sovereignty. We do have separate nations. 
That's good, and that's good for both the United States and Mexico, and for that matter, all sovereign nations. That the system of sovereign nations is something that we ought to be preserving and protecting. We've got uh, Chuck Morris with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone at 59 minutes after the hour. And one more topic here with Chuck, and that is uh, the, the, the primaries coming up. It seems like that uh, Trump just keeps winning states. Uh, do, do you see him just continuing to win regardless of what happens with the debates? Yes. I think Trump will win the nomination. I think Trump will win in November. I think Trump will be the next president of the United States. Awesome stuff. Well, Chuck, thank you, sir, and uh, I will talk to you next week. Have yourself a good week. Thanks. Thanks to you. Take care. Appreciate it. Chuck Morris with us today, joining us on the old Skype Rooney. We're going to take a brief time out, and when we come back... Dun-dun-dun! We got more coming up. Hour number three. Later today... Jonathan Mason will be with us at the end of the show, and then I will be with Jim Brickman this evening. Check it out on social media, facebook.com slash the Jiggy Jaguar, Twitter, all that crap. <laughs>